your official stance, your official Mitra Heroes podcast stance <laughs> is that Cheryl Crow is a creep. <laughs> And welcome to Meet Your Heroes. I'm Audrey. And I'm Elliot. And this is the show where we ignore the very good conventional wisdom to never meet your heroes and instead get up close and personal with the lesser known legacies and real life bad behavior of some of history's most notable and beloved people. And we're back with part five of our summer series. Yes, the endless. Scorching summer. Yes, part five of X variable. We'll decide when we get to whatever part that we're done with this. <laughs> yes, whenever the summer <laughs> feels over, enough. Yeah, I mean that or September, because we've got episodes scheduled for September. Oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. No telling with us. We could just change our mind on a whim. Who cares? It could happen. It has happened frequently. Often, in fact, yeah. When you start a, a podcast a few weeks before a global pandemic, sometimes you change your mind. I will say um, we should just change the topic of today's podcast altogether right now. Hit me with it. Let's throw out the episode Okay. on Barack Obama and let's just do me <laughs> instead. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're on par. It's it's a, a one-for-one trade. Yeah, fair enough. You, too, are a leader of the free world. I prefer to consider myself a titan of history. Okay. <laughs> but who's counting? I, I mean, um, history books. Yeah, okay, fair. Fair. But as we'll learn in today's episode, even though you are not yet the 44th president of the United States, there's still time. There's still time. That is true. And while we won't be meeting an American president, as part of our summer series, we will be meeting your host. Who's my host? Well, this week's hero is a Meet Your Host episode. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. And they've met me, regrettably. I'm sure they want their time back. <laughs> All 15 minutes of it. My apologies. But this week, you get to disappoint them. That's my specialty. <laughs> this week's host, it's me. Hello, me. I'm Audrey. <laughs> Man. Dad jokes. Yes. This week's hero slash host, a hero in my book is you. And if you'd like to make this joke go on any longer, would you like to riff off of that further? <laughs> no, I'd like to remove much of this joke as I can. In in editing. But for real, this week's hero slash host, it's Elliot. And Elliot, we're going to start where I always like to start, which is with uh, pseudoscience. <laughs> You know, it's true. <laughs> it's the traditional entry point. You don't know anything about your own astrology. That's incorrect. I know that I okay. refuse to discuss my own astrology. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You are willing to give us your birthstone. My though. birthstone, yes. My birthstone is a ruby. Great. So for all of the people currently trying to steal Elliot's identity, you can start on July 1st and go through July... 31st or yeah. 31 days or, in July? Yeah. Or just go buy it on the dark web, as we're finding <laughs> out. I Countless data breaches, I am sure. Not that hard to find. Contain all my information. We do know it's a ruby. And if it's ruby, you know what that means. It is time for Elliot's Geology Corner. 
I actually don't have a geology corner planned. I just love that music so much <laughs> that I wanted to include it. I'll tell you this. Quick fun fact. Shorter geology corner. The ruby is just the red sapphire. Sapphire ruby, same thing. Two slightly different minerals for red and blue. There you go. What, what episode did we learn that in? Somebody was a sapphire for their birthstone. Ah, yeah, like John Kellogg or something. Exactly. Yeah. Who cares? I like that fun fact, though. Snooze. All right. We're done with that. That's all we get. Let's actually talk about something that people care about. Let's do it. What were you like as a child? Oh, I was precocious. Mm. A little, uh, I think, like, if you look at a picture of me Mm -hmm. as a kid, I think... The first word that jumps to mind is dick bag. No, the like, first word that jumps to mind is punk. Yeah, a punk, a punk little kid. Punk and dick bag, similar. No one is calling a child a dick bag. My God. All the time. No. Yes. No. Picture this. It's the early 90s. Not quite a bowl cut, mm-hmm. but very um, almost Jonathan Taylor Thomas haircut. Yes. Yes. A very specific blonde brown like bronze hair color it's mm-hmm. a, it's very unique to your family all all of your siblings have it mm-hmm. and just rocking rocking those hawaiian shirts sure very toothy smile until you knocked out your teeth did i lost my teeth that's true twice <laughs> more than that actually <laughs> I'm, we, we won't go into the details i'm not i'm not pleased i'm not proud of those moments but yes lost the teeth yeah so occasionally a toothy smile frequently but very early 90s, like, uh, you know, this kid has a little sass. Yeah, just vibing. Like, I would have been great. I would have been great on a sitcom. You would have. Is there anything from your childhood that would make your Wikipedia page? Like, this is a unique thing that stands out. Yes. Okay, so I am uh, loath to admit it at times. <laughs> but I was, in fact, as a child... The one-time South Louisiana Young Magician of the Year. You were. But that was more like adolescent. Okay, so... For better or worse. I think you're just going a little too far there. Okay. We're going to say as a youth. As a youth. As a youth of 13. Uh uh, (laughs) I've seen these magic tricks, folks. They're very good still. They're they're very good. They're very good. Four decades later. I actually once... My magic was so good. I was once... In a Disney made-for-TV movie mm-hmm. as as a young magician mm. and was ultimately cut before it actually made it to TV. <laughs> but I did, I did film on set. I did film on set for a, a Disney movie. That is true. And he still managed to marry me. To land this, yes. Yeah, yeah. So there's hope out there for you young magicians. You too can <laughs> marry... Um, Someone who's very funny and very mean. Yeah, <laughs> someone slightly above your league who is also highly irritable. <laughs> so there's that. You're like you're like a chandelier of gorgeous uh, broken glass reflecting in the sunlight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people might say that's like a mirror ball. <laughs> Like, like almost like a you go to a discotheque. Oh and no, the then broken you glass. You feel it the next day. With the sharp edges is like the key there. <laughs> That's the key in the middle. Fair enough, but this is an episode about you. What oh, yeah. are your Sorry. worst qualities? <laughs> I care too much. Mm-hmm. You uh, work too hard. I work too hard. <laughs> anyway, you survived your youth, barely. Barely. You go to college. I did. I did. What do you study? 
uh, philosophy. Gross. And economics. Ooh, worse. And political science. Mm-hmm. Just the the highlights. Hit the highlights. Yep. Any other notable achievements from college? Uh, I met Bono. What? Yeah, and Sheryl Crow. Did you not know this? I sat on Sheryl Crow's lap, actually. That's actually more information than I did know about you. Yeah, and deeply unsettling. Yeah, in fact, uh, I was the I was the campus tour booker for a while. I booked the tours that would come through campus, and uh, we did not book you two, but you two was just playing New Orleans, and so we got to meet them uh, at the Superdome once. But I we did book Cheryl Crow for her climate change tour. And we got on the tour bus and we took a group picture and I sat on her lap for the group picture. Did you send her an apology letter later? That's... I was asked. I was motion I was I was motioned in. She encouraged me to sit on her lap. Wow. Not without her permission. Yeah, I'm not the creep here. I'm, I... <laughs> All right, I'm just, so what we're I'm just here. the strapping young nineteen year old who Cheryl Crew was very interested in seeing. Mm, mm, so she's the creep. So your official stance, your official Meet Your Heroes podcast stance <laughs> is that Cheryl Crow is a creep. <laughs> <laughs> your words not mine mm, mm. are they though yes they were no i'm making an words. inference it, it draw i'm drawing conclusions oh i see i also met john legend i do remember that and obama and g easy right oh g easy and i went to school together actually gross yeah don't we, tell people that. Yeah, we especially I, not on a national podcast. I never hired him, but we we we, uh, we did put on a concert. Well, like yeah, he played one of our campus concerts. And still, you have yet to introduce me to Lil Wayne. That's true. That is true. Still have still have yet to introduce you. I'll get around. I'll get around to. It. I just keep forgetting. Is the problem? Yeah. At one point, we drove past his childhood home almost daily on Eagle Street. To be specific. To be specific, the Holy Mecca, Holly Grove. Yeah. And yeah. still. We only saw him in that one yellow Camaro once. One time. I know, but we did see him. Mm. Okay, so you're in college. You're sitting on Cheryl Crow's lap. You're studying all the things. You're about to go out into the world. What is your big career break? How do you break into the professional scene? What do you do with your life? Teach middle school math. What? what? Yep, yep. Well... No, very poorly. Very <laughs> poorly. If it's any consolation, I can barely do middle school math right now, let alone teach it. I will say I can do middle school math. I was not actually a horrendous teacher, mm-hmm. um, but I was. I know what good teachers look like now, and that was not me. Sure. That was not me. And do you still teach? No. No, I did that for several years, and then I left for greener pastures. I did a lot. Of, I've, I've realized I have had a lot of different types of jobs in the past You've reinvented yourself a number of times. I have, yeah. Are there any specific reinventions that are notable? Um, let's see. In the period after that, I managed like six political campaigns mm-hmm. uh, at one point. I was a street mime very briefly. No, you weren't. I... We would not have stayed married. <laughs> I have I have pride. You don't. I do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I have no pride. Um, yeah, I have no shame, but <laughs> I have a lot go. of pride. There you go. Actually, I'm deeply filled with shame, but also a lot of pride. Yeah, no pride here. Mm-hmm. I will say though that I did ultimately. I I did a bunch of different things. I found my way into tech, and now I uh, I've I've done different tech techy ish things for quite a while. 
there's like a very notable thing that would make your Wikipedia page that I feel like you just skipped over. What did I skip over? I mean, you're a certain something under something. Oh, yeah. The 30 under 30 thing. That's true. That is true. I'm, I'm very official in that way. You I, are. I made the list. The, the list. The Forbes 30 under 30 list. It's all political. It's a beauty contest is what it is, frankly. And look at you being <laughs> at, so pretty. Look at me. You did it. I did do it. I did do it. Although I feel like I've st- I've stopped leading with that. I feel like once you're a certain number of years over thirty, it's less it's less useful as a way to introduce yourself. Feels a little sadder the older you get. Well, I would lead with it. Hi, Fair enough. Fair I'm ninety year old Elliot, and I was <laughs> Forbes thirty under thirty. 60 years ago. That's okay. <laughs> okay. I'll keep I'll keep in mind. I'll put on some business cards. Also, you were like a, a political person for Captain Morgan Rum briefly. Oh, right? I, I started I started a petition to amend the U.S. Constitution as part of an influencer campaign on behalf of Captain Morgan Rum. Yes, that is true. It was unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. But I have attempted I have attempted on behalf of a of an international alcohol conglomerate <laughs> to modify the very U.S. Constitution we all hold so dear. That is correct. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. I feel like nothing but the hits, nothing but the hits right now. It's true. It's and deep cuts. True. Deep cuts and hits. Those are the only ones. Deep cuts and hits. <laughs> nothing in between. Okay, so that brings us to now. You're super successful. You've reinvented yourself. You've been in magazines, influencer campaigns. You've tried to amend the Constitution. We say influencer campaigns. I have less than a thousand Twitter followers. I am not an influencer. Let's be very clear. I'm a nobody on the internet. Well, tell that to the Constitution. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what the Constitution said. You're a nobody on the internet. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fair enough. You die tomorrow. What are the good things that people say about you? Uh, He never let the hallowed traditions of history stop him from trying to write alcohol brands into (laughs) our country's legacy. (laughs) Um, It's a deep New Orleans tradition, to be honest. You're just doing the work of your your ancestors. Yes. Uh, The good things. I feel like I, uh, I have reinvented myself a lot. I feel like I have found ways to do meaningful work that I enjoy and hopefully help some people along the way. Um, hopefully I didn't do too wrong by my students. And uh, I'm, I'm a pretty good dad. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm a good dad. I think that's true. So now let's talk about what makes you terrible. So let's say you die tomorrow. <laughs> What's a little bit of the Wikipedia, the pa- Wikipedia page that's like, yeah, great dad, very smart, really accomplished, and also dot, dot, dot. Yeah, and also never really liked half of the animals in his house at any given time. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. A lot of them are thrust on you, uh, upon you, against your will. It's non-consensual pet guardianship. I have come to, like, a mutual understanding with half of these animals. (laughs) (laughs) That they also don't like you. Yeah, they don't like me. I don't like them. But you know what? We're both stuck here. And... With your beautiful, mean <laughs> wife slash guardian. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, I feel like there's ways that if somebody if somebody read that, they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's an animal hater. That, that's what it would. <laughs> that's how it would show up on my podcast episodes. But you're also vegan. So I feel like 
It's yeah, it's true. For for a lot of folks, that would be like, I oh, like, yes, this dude sucks. I like farm animals and and hate hate dogs and cats. <laughs> it's like half the animal rights movement. <laughs> um, but yeah, you like animals. No one's gonna accuse you of being an animal hater. We'll see. I, I mean, history, also you're like history will tell. You're like vegan, semi against your will, just because again, you have a beautiful, very mean <laughs> wife. <laughs> Who has forced this upon you as well? Yeah, you know what? It's all worth it. Yeah, you young magicians listening <laughs> today <laughs> could be stuck. There's hope for you yet. Yes. All right. Is there uh, anything else that our audience should know about you as our hero this week? Yes. Fun bonus fact. I I have played guitar for 20 years, and I make all the music on Meet Your Heroes. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> 